It's dark. Cold. Inhospitable. All crew members to your stations. Prepare for landing. Welcome to the Strange Road Podcast. My name's Jason Barnard, and that was Schizoid Fun Addict and Theme One. And for those who are not familiar with this, that was the first single ever released on the Fruits de Mer label. And uh, for those who've shown an interest in the Strange Brew podcast these past four or five years will be aware of the shameless plugs that I've been giving for the, the fantastic label of uh, Fruits de Mer. And we have co-founder and, and the current label head, Keith Jones, with us today. Hello, Keith. Hi, Jason. That was basically the track that started this, um, this whole thing off of this wonderful label that you've got. Yeah, it did. Six, nearly seven years ago now, I suppose. And uh, I guess theme one feels like an appropriate way to start any label and uh, Schizophon Addict volunteered to do a version of it when our original plan which is to uh, release the original version of it um, or I say the original actually the Van de Graaff generator version of George Martin's track fell apart because the record label didn't want to know 
we learnt that being a non-existent record label didn't appeal much to real record labels. So we had a quick rethink and the schizos volunteered to, to cover theme one on one side and the, the intro to Ogden's Not Gone Flake on the other side of the single. Did a brilliant job of it and it went probably downhill from there, I guess. Yeah, over the next hour, we'll be playing tracks related to, to the label, as well as some of your personal favourites. And, and the, the second track we have today is some artists that have been on the Strange Food podcast, thanks to you, Keith. And that's uh, Tain and Ogue, and a very excellent live version of Love Is Like A Promise. And I know one of the reasons we're here today is to talk about the upcoming show, Games For May, which is a sort of double header of Fruits De Mare and Mega Dodo Records. And I know Tina and Oga are kind of headlining that show, aren't they? That's right. They are uh, May 24th at the Half Moon in Putney. John Blaney from Megadodo Records is doing all the hard work, and uh, I'm getting the easy stuff like talking to you. <laughs> but yeah, we've got a great lineup for the night. Tina and Oga headlining. Um, we've got Schnauzer playing, The Honey Pot, Mark and the Clouds, and The Past Tense. It's going to be a, a really great uh, evening, I hope. A fantastic venue. Tina and Oga put a single out on Freedom Air um, or Fruits of the Mare, you pick whichever one you want, at the start of 2014, actually got to meet the guys as a result of them playing at uh, the Half Moon. And they've got a version of Love Is Like a Promise taken from their live CD, Live at Sirius. And that's one of the tracks on a seven-inch single that we're pressing up, especially for the gig. And everybody who turns up on the night will get a copy of the 7-inch. Sounds fantastic. Well, let's have a, a sneak peek of that 7-inch uh, tin and oak and a live version of Love is Life, I promise. If rain will fall High up here upon the mountain Grass will grow And shepherds will be thankful And our Strength to keep to 
just been listening to Tin and Ogue and uh, a live version of Love is Like a Promise that will be available at the Freedom Air and Megadodos Record Live Games for May show coming up on May the 24th at the Half Moon in Putney. Another band will be playing next and that's the Pretty Things, Keith, and you've chosen SF Sorrow. But of course, you've also had the privilege of the band doing a few releases on the label as well. Yeah, I think if, if I had to name... Any band, it would be um, on my bucket list to uh, to get to record for for the label. It would have been the Pretty Things, and it was just a, an incredible piece of good fortune that I managed to get in touch with their manager, Mark St. John, who, um, for some bizarre reason, decided that uh, we were a label that they could work with. We started off with a uh, a cover, actually, of the, of the whole of SF Sorrow is Born, called Sorrow's Children, named by Phil May and, and Dick Taylor for us, in fact. The band contributed a track to the to the compilation, and then from there we put out a couple of singles. They did a brilliant version of Helter Skelter on a, on the White EP that we produced a couple of uh, years ago. And they are just a, a great bunch of guys to work with. Their manager Mark looks after them brilliantly, and uh, again keeps keeps in touch and uh, tries to put a few things uh, our way and because uh, they're in their 50th year now 50th mm. year since their first album came out because they've got a fantastic uh, box set coming out in february nothing to do with fruits de mer new album sometime this year there's a uh, lo- lots of stuff from the pretty things this year and so i'll i'll hopefully be able to kind of stick my nose in and, and get a single or two out if i can lovely well let's go back in time to 1968 and uh, the original version of ss sorrow is born by the pretty things
That was the Fishy Things and SS is Born. And um, we're next moving to another track from the same year, actually, 1968. And um, a song covered by an artist, Crystal Jacqueline, who's fans of uh, Fruits de Mel will be very familiar with. But you've chosen the original version of A Fairy Tale by Second Hand. And the interesting thing about this track, it's psychedelic, but it's starting to have slight frog influence in there as well. They are one of those long-lost bands, I think, and their album Reality, and, and I think this song in particular, are, are kind of real, a real classic that um, should have been massively successful and wasn't. And uh, it was, again, it was just fantastic that uh, Jackie and Icarus Peel were happy to, uh, to do a cover of it a couple of years ago now. But the original's wonderful, and, and when you think that, I, I believe that the band was sort of 15 or 16 years mm. old, when they actually recorded this, God knows what they were on at the time, but it really is a, a classic that everybody deserves to hear a few times. And that's kind of part of Fruits de Mer is to, is to find tracks that have got lost somewhere along the line or bands that got lost along the line and unearth them and, and give them another airing and encourage people to go back and listen to the originals. Oh, and 
second hand and a fairy tale. Now, moving on, we have another fantastic cover version, if you want to use that term, of quite an old track from the late 60s. And this time by the past tense, who I understand are playing at the uh, Game Sumay show, and their version of Soul Fiction, Keith. That's right, yes, the past tense, they're local boys for uh, the Half Moon over in uh, in Putney, play there quite often. Ken Halsey, who's... uh, the uh, uh, bass guitarist of the band is uh, he's uh, he's been buying Bruce the Mayor records for a long time, and we catch up occasionally. And it just seemed an absolute natural to uh, to ask the band to open up the Games from May gig. And this track is from a box set that we did uh, last year called Postcards from the Deep. Again, a wonderfully obscure track. This one, I think, is 1968 a South African band called The Hippies. That set, Postcards, has been really well received as well? Yeah, that was um, a, a bit kind of heart in my mouth, really, as, as we put that one together, because it's a box set of flexi-discs, and if anybody remembers flexi-discs the way I do, then actually trying to listen to music on them was uh, was always a nightmare. It's surprising, the quality of them pretty good, I think. They've come out really well. We We went for fairly raw tracks, because we knew the uh, the format wasn't going to lend itself to anything too hi-fi. But we also gave a CD away with the box set of all the tracks as well. Um, you know, CDs do have a purpose once in a while. But in fact, the, even then, some of the bands did different versions of the tracks for the CD than they did for the flexi-discs. They seem to have come out really well. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great collectible set. So I think, in fact, I've even got a few of those sets left, Jason, if anybody wants to have a look on the website. Great. Well, let's listen to the past tense and soul fiction so everyone can have a teaser for the remaining copies of Postcards from the Deep.
past tense and soul fiction. Now we have Crystal Jacqueline, who we uh, referred to briefly earlier, and her version of Grant Chester Meadows. I have to say, Keith, it's uh, it's always been one of my favourites, but uh, you and Fruits de Mer have a, an uncanny knack of, of coming up with some incredible Pink Floyd covers. Somehow Pink Floyd keep turning up on the, on the label one way or another. We ended last year with a with a double CD for members of the Fruits de Mer Club, who are the people who are kind of beyond hope and are buying pretty much every release on the label now. And at the end of the year, we sent out a double CD of, of Floyd covers, and this was on there. But somehow Floyd had been there over the years on various singles. Um, they lend themselves to reinterpretation very well. And of course, if you say to a band, have you got a, a Floyd track that you'd like to uh, take a shot at? They've always got um, a track or two up their sleeves. And it was fun doing the, uh, the the compilation. We called it a momentary lapse of vinyl because it was on CD. And uh, there were 30 tracks on there. And we replicated one track. And I think, in fact, that I didn't ever have to steer any bands away from tracks that had already been claimed. It was, it was yeah. a bizarre one where 30 bands came up with 29 different tracks. That's quite incredible. Crystal Jacqueline and Grant Chester Meadows. Keep 
Crystal Jacqueline and Grant Chester Meadows. Understand, is that a forthcoming single release as well? Uh, it, well, it is. In fact, Janky and um, Icarus Peel and the Honeypot are all playing the uh, Games for May gig. We're putting out a couple of seven-inch singles, taking tracks from that double CD of, of Floyd covers from the end of last year. Very limited, I think, 300 copies of each and they'll be available for the first time at the gig. So they won't be available mail order. If there's a few after the gig still available, perhaps we'll put them on the website then. But basically, if you want to get hold of them, you've got to turn up to the half moon. And there's a little bit of a link to our next track in that Crystal Jacqueline and the Honeypot have done a cover of this song, Egyptian Tomb, but we're playing the original by Mighty Baby. What a band, and, uh, well, what, what a track, really. Again, an absolute classic. A uh, wonderful album uh, back from, I think, 69. I always remember buying this album probably two or three years after it first came out because it was probably in a, in a deleted bin somewhere when I got it on, on the head label. Of course, I haven't got it now. It's probably worth a small fortune. But what I vividly remember was it was pressed on the thickest piece of vinyl I've ever come across in my life. It, it just wouldn't bend in any way at all. But great album. In fact, I saw them. They reformed. I'm not sure where they're playing now, but they reformed and played the Borderline in 2006. Mm. And and this track, you know, just kind of brings a tear to your eye when you when you see them play it live. It was uh, wonderful.
Mighty Baby and the Wonderful Egyptian Tomb. Next, we have another track from this time, actually, 1967. The Trogs, quite a... a I wouldn't say curio, but a real kind of uh, slow burner from their back catalogue, and that's Cousin Jane. Yet another track that Crystal Jacqueline covered on uh, on a Fruits of the Mare single a, a little while back. Cousin Jane's a, is a, a lost gem, really. It's it's truly disturbing. I mean, perhaps even more so when you listen to the lyrics when mm. uh, when you think of Crystal Jacqueline singing it. It's just not what you would expect from the Trogs at all, but. It just stays with you. Wonderfully atmospheric. Very, very weird. Another classic. Cousin Jane Cousin Jane Come to stay again Come to stay again Cousin Jane Cousin Jane Cousin Jane from 1967, also from the same year. I mean, 1967 obviously is a pivotal year in uh, British rock history. What can you say about the Small Faces? A wonderful band, and uh, you've chosen, Keith, Green Circles. Lovely song, this. Their first album on Immediate was their version of Revolver, really. It gave a, a big hint of what was to come, but they were still really getting out from being a, a soul band or a mod band and, and starting to get those psychedelic tinges coming in, spending more and more time in the studio. I'm, I mean, I'm a sucker for phasing and overproduction in general, and, and probably 1967 is the best possible year for, for that. 
and this is just a, a, a lovely song. Uh, never mind the the production, just a, a great song and really well executed. And it's tremendous to see uh, at last a lot of that small faces material being reissued, um, uh, remastered, and, and put out in real good quality pressings. A band that was was ill served by uh, record labels and reissues for a long time, but um, it's all there now and uh, joy to listen to. Small Faces and Green Circles. Next we have Touch. I think they were a uh, US band, weren't they, Keith? And down at, do you pronounce it Circus Place? I'm not sure whether it's Circus Place or Cirque's Place. Mm. Uh, but yes, a, a, a US band, I think this was 69, going back to my early days of buying records. And I think I bought this again probably a year or two after it came out. It was probably in a, in a deleted bin again. And um, I, I remember... Putting the there was a free poster with it, um, which of course has disappeared now. I still got the actually I still got the album, but the poster disappeared long ago because I stuck it on my wall in the bedroom at home. I remember drawing the band logo on my school books. I absolutely adored this album, and it's it's wonderfully over the top. It's occasionally kind of painfully over the top with some of the vocals, but I guess it's it kind of struck me as being when psychedelia became progressive rock at least in the hands of a U.S. band. 
although it came out on Deram over here. Uh, there's lots of strange things associated with the band and, and the recording. I think the one of the band, Don Gallucci, played the organ on the King's Men's Louie Louie mm. before they formed uh, Touch. And supposedly, uh, Mick Jagger and Jimi Hendrix sat in on the recording sessions for the album. I don't know if they actually played anything, but they they liked the noise going on down the corridor, apparently, when it was being recorded, and uh, I went along to have a listen. It leaps off in all manner of directions. There are kind of mini operas in there. Um, this is probably the sanest track of the lot, uh, and one of the shortest tracks of the lot on the album. It's well worth digging out. It was reissued on Esoteric a year or two ago. Well worth looking up. I love it. And one of these days, I'll persuade a band to cover a track or two for a Fruits to Bear single.
That was Touch and Down at Circe's Place. Next, Keith, we, we've got a bit of an exclusive, thanks to you, and we've got a sneak preview uh, from Cranium Pie's new LP. And for those who are not familiar with Cranium Pie, they're, they're, they're more of the progressive end of that sound, and they, they've done some really nice records, actually, haven't they? They have. We found them, actually, on, on MySpace, if anybody remembers MySpace. Back in probably 2006 or seven, there was a. They had an instrumental version of the Beatles' "Baby You're a Rich Man" on there, and Andy, who uh, launched the label with me, um, heard it and said, "You've got to listen to this." And it it was kind of Hammondy, easy listening almost, but just gorgeous. Uh, we got in touch with Rob Appleton from the band, and somehow managed to persuade them to to put a single out, including Baby You're a Rich Man on there. And it kind of went from there. They uh, produced their first album for us, Mechanisms Part One, back in 2012. And Jeff Barton in uh, Classic Rock magazine made it his bonkers prog rock album of 2012, which we were quite pleased with. It's kind of shades of Van de Graaff, shades of those Vertigo and Charisma bands from the start of the 70s, touches of Zappa, but very English progressive rock. And uh, it's taken them about three years to uh, to come up with something new as a follow-up. Surprisingly, it's called Mechanisms Part 2, and it's a double album, and it's crazy. Mainly instrumental, lots of Hammond again. This is a track called Master Race, and it's off the first side of the album. Uh, it should be on sale end of March, I hope, and by the time this podcast comes out i'll actually have got my finger out and we'll have um, details on the fruits of the mayor website and a click uh, a button for, for uh, paypal so you can order a copy it's going to be great but they are a, a mad band uh, it's just a, again a pleasure to be working with them we 
Cranium Pie and Master Race, a sneak preview from Mechanisms Part 2. Next we have, Keith, um, another favourite of yours and a favourite of mine, actually, Swedish band called Us and Them, and their version of a Sandy Denny track, By the Time It Gets Dark. I do look forward to the uh, Us and Them releases that you do because you're always in for something special when you uh, listen to it. Britt and Anders from uh, from Sweden, um, a couple who've done quite a lot of home recording and now done several releases on uh, on Fruits de Mer. If you listen to a lot of the Fruits de Mer stuff, you'll spot there's quite a lot of instrumentals on there. And it's because I, I struggle a bit with vocals, to be honest. I think Andy once said that if the vocals weren't done by Sandy Denny or Julian Cope, I wasn't interested. So for me, anybody attempting to cover a, a Sandy Denny song is, is close to heresy. But I really felt that Brett had got a voice that could do justice to uh, to Sandy's own songs. And so it took me a long time to persuade them to uh, to record something. But they did. Again, this was a single that came out at the start of 2014. And by the time it gets dark, is I guess is one of the, Sandy's lesser known songs. Lovely, gentle song. And I think Brett does a, a, a magical version of it with some very sympathetic accompaniment and in fact us and them played we although we've got we're talking about the games for may gig we ran some gigs last year called crabstock and one of them was crabstock on ice which was in helsinki and us and then came over and played that and it was again a real pleasure to meet up with them and and i'm hoping that maybe sometime in the next 12 months there might be one or two more sandy tracks coming out from uh, from britain anders wonderful wasn't them by the time it gets dark. Baby, every cloud has a silver lining. Baby, every dog really has his day. And it matters to me to see you smiling. Today is gone and will be forgotten And today is where every new day starts Got to be free as the leaves in autumn You may be sad but it never lasts And maybe by the evening will be lost 
by the time it gets dark. And next, Keith, you've uh, picked an amazing um, one-man band <laughs> from the over in the States, Todd Rundgren, and, you know, one of the highlights from arguably his best album, The Wizard of True Star, and that's the, the song International Feel. Yeah, having ticked the pretty things off my bucket list, the next name on it would be Todd Rundgren, and I can dream that one day... Maybe I'd persuade him to do something. I must be joking. But I think, again, for me, Todd can do no wrong. A Wizard of True Star is perhaps the most complete US album I know. It's like a huge jigsaw that he managed to put together, as you say, as a one-man band. International Field, we released a version of it on a, a CD compilation at the Crabstock USA gigs last year by another one-man band called Jay Tausig, who and Jay records quite a few things for the label, but again, I thought it'd be nice to go back to the to the original song. I think Todd's been doing brilliant things for almost as long as the pretty things, really, back from, from Naz in the 60s right through to um, well, an album like Liars, which came out perhaps three years ago. Thank you. 
Todd Rundgren and International Feel from 1973. Now, Keith, we have our final track, but we certainly end on a high. And of course, we had to play a band who are playing the upcoming Games for May gig. It is Schnauzer and uh, their version of a Yes track, Astral Traveller. But um, Schnauzer, they're really kind of accessible end of progressive. Yes, they've become a bit of a, a critic's favourite over the last 12 months or so, I think. And they've signed up with Esoteric got a new album out and i can't quite remember how we managed to start talking to each other a few years ago but things move ever so slowly at fruits of the mare so by the time we'd actually worked out how to get a single together everybody else had discovered them and uh, and they'd become rather popular but thank god they were still happy to uh, to do something with the label they covered a version of astral traveler by yes and on the other side uh, a soft machine track and they actually, they were two bands that when I was a kid, I really struggled with. Both Soft Machine and Yes were in the don't really like them category. I think when, you were, when I was a kid, bands were a bit like football teams. You couldn't support them all. So you could, if you loved Genesis, you'd hate King Crimson. Or if you loved Jethro Tull, you'd hate Gentle Giant. And for some reason, Yes and Soft Machine were in the don't like it category. So it took me a long time to, uh, to find somebody to cover a Yes track for... Um, a Fruits de Mare release, and they did a lovely job on Astral Traveller. And in fact, they're not just playing games from May. We've got a, a three-day festival coming up in August in uh, in Cardigan in Wales, and they're on the bill for that as well. So um, they've almost become a house band, but don't tell them that, because and certainly don't tell Esoteric that, because uh, they probably shouldn't be recording for Free de Mare at all. Excellent stuff. So um, let's listen to Schnauzer. And, and Keith, um, it's always great to speak to you and connect with you. Before I uh, press the play button for Schnauzer, what's next for the label? After the um, Mechanisms 2 double LP from uh, Cranium Pie and the singles at uh, Games for May, then, um, and poss- possibly actually, uh, if I can get my act together in time, just about in time for the Putney gig, We've got a series of albums coming out with bands like um, Look of Eden Hall, Reef, who've not been on the label before, Superfjord, who uh, were on a single just before Christmas doing a version of A Love Supreme, uh, which is pretty wild for Fruits of the Mare to do. Um, so, um, yeah, four LP set coming out, Jason, and uh, mm. possibly the end of May. It might creep into the start of June. So lots to look out for. Let's play Schnauzer and Astral Traveller. Yeah. 